Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, and here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Delavan, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today, it's been a few years he's been on. He is the well-known celebrity of Manhattan Neighborhood Network, public access guru icon, the host of Big Al's Midnight Movies. Ladies and gentlemen, the proprietor of Spickin' Spanish, Big Al. I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. I never thought about it that way. It could be true. Al, it's been, wow, since I lived in New York, a few years since we talked. Welcome back to the show, man. And how are you? Uh, I'm good, and thank you for that incredible introduction. That's maybe the best introduction I've ever heard. Ah, thank you, man. Thank you. I much appreciated. And it's true. You know, you are, as you say, what is it? Uh, the king of, uh, I think I'm saying it wrong, small media? Or how, how do you say it? Yeah, you're correct. The, uh, the king of small media. The king of small media. <laughs> man, I wonder how many people get that reference nowadays. I know. Get the reference? I, I, I get that. I get that reference from the Howard Stern. He was the king of all media. You're the king of small right, media. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know. Now, now, you know. I, I, every day, he, you know, he, he gets more and more like irrelevant. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of young people now who have never heard of Howard Stern. So it's like just to say that now to a a young millennial guest, they're just looking at me like, okay, you're. Yeah. All right, you're the king of small media, whatever that means. Well, the thing is, they probably have heard Howard Stern, but they probably know him from America's Got Talent as a judge, that he was only a judge for a little bit. They probably don't know, like, all the raunchy past that he's had, you know, because everything is, like, now the way society is and um, cancel culture and whatnot, everything is sort of, like, under the table now, so. Right. So if they know him from that, I doubt they know him as the king of all media. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> that's so true, man. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I know, man. It's, you know, it's been a while since we talked. The last time we talked, you went to the Atomic Podcast Studio in Times Square. I think that was, I don't know exactly. It was more than three years ago. More than that, I believe. Um, that, that giant Atomic Podcast Studio in Times Square? Yes, right? Well, how, <laughs> how many years ago was that? Do you remember offhand? I don't... I don't know. But your studio is just a little bit smaller than mine was at m and Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, so it's been a while. So, like, um, take me back, man. What's been going on that with you? Three, four, five years ago already? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably like that. Yeah, five years ago. What has changed for you since that time, especially with quarantine and COVID and back then? Like, what's what's been going on with you, man? So, uh, I haven't shot a live episode in a year wow. because of COVID. So, the last time I shot live was March of last year. And since then, believe it or not, I've only shot two episodes in a whole fucking year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and one of them hasn't even aired yet. 
yeah, it's been uh, it's been very fucking slow. Yeah. Have you feel that um, it put your mind at a creative mindset for when you come back eventually that you got like like plans or like stuff built up in your head that you're gonna show or. When it's time to come back, it'll just be like it never, like it never went away. Yeah. Uh, so what's you been? Know? Yeah. What's the sad? I, I envision yeah. myself going back to M and N Friday nights like I used to, and shit going crazy. Oh, has anything changed in New York? Is there any like time frame for you to go back? Because I know like they're doing like the movie theaters, they're like reopening them soon and whatnot. Anything's anything? Any plans of stuff happening in M and N Studios? Not that I know of. Uh, Eminem closed when COVID broke out yeah. last year. Then it reopened when things were getting better. Yeah. And then it closed again, and it's currently closed. I don't know when it's going to open again. And even then, for them to allow me to do the kind of show I do, yeah. who knows when that'll happen? Because I'm not doing a show with masks and social distancing. Yeah. Sorry. This <laughs> isn't gonna happen. I'll just keep waiting. I don't care how long it takes. Yeah. Have you ever thought no about wants to see a show like that? Yeah, that's true. You ever thought about doing like a live YouTube show like from your house and just having people come to your house or whatnot? Or just... uh, nah. Nah? Oh, okay. Nah. Yeah. I like, like the convenience of M and N. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I love the convenience of M and N. Because you I know... did all that other shit before. I did so many, uh, like, for over 10 years, I did a show where I didn't go to Eminem, where it was all on-location shit. Yeah. And then, in 2010, I started doing the live show from the Eminem studio. Yeah. And I got very used to that, because it's so convenient. Yeah, everything's at your disposal and whatnot, and, you know, so it's, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And I know... Everything's taken care of. You show up, and when you leave, it's done. Yeah. And I know, you know, you've been doing uh, Facebook watch parties. Um, how's that been going for you? Because in a way, it's sort of, it's not an outlet, but it's like sort of a way to get your creative juices flowing. How's that been going? Uh, it's fun, you know, get together with some friends uh, Friday, Saturday night on Facebook and watch crazy fucking movies. Uh, somehow Facebook allows movies where you have lots of tits and ass and violence and just crazy shit. Yeah. Um, I streamed I, the original I Spit in Your Grave last week. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane that Facebook would allow that. Yeah. But it does. I can't upload a picture of a girl showing her boobs, but I can upload the movie I Spit in Your Grave. Goddamn rich cunt. I kill rich cunts. Mother's getting the shit kicked out of her. Mm-hmm. Where a woman is brutally raped over and over, so it's insanity. However, Facebook will be getting rid of their watch party feature next month, so then that'll all be over. Yeah. Either your next thing might be to do Zoom watch parties and just invite people there. You could, you know, I guess you could do something like that, but it's kind of... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. You just want convenience. I get it. You just want yeah, the convenience. That's I what want it is. convenience. I got too used to convenience. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like people when they get like the like when they get like the Nokia phone, like, oh my god, we gotta upgrade? Are you serious? We don't want to upgrade, but then when you upgrade, you have like all these new features that you never realized you needed until you have it, you know. Then you know, like me, I still have the S ten. Now they have like the S twenty one. They jump like a whole bunch of numbers. I'm like, oh god, what's next now? You know, like, you know, I think we're you know we're creatures of habit. That's what it is. We're creatures of habit. You know. I hate upgrades. Yes. <laughs> My computer was recently fixed, quote, unquote. Yeah. And now it's got Windows 10, and because of that, I can't do a lot of the shit I used to do, and I, I, I'm just thinking I'd rather have it the way it used to be. <laughs> so I hate upgrades. Yeah. <laughs> You're upgrades old. always get in the way. You're an old soul, Al. You're an old soul. I, I totally get I it, man. <laughs> All these jackasses online. Not online, uh, you know, uh, like for the internet. I mean, physically online outside of a store, waiting for a new phone and going crazy like little kids. I just want to shoot them all when I see them. Like, God, you fucking idiots. What do you think about the sneaker heads that are waiting online for sneakers? <laughs> shoot them all, too. Charles Bronson, all these motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what? I think I, I relate so much to you because, like, we're both, you know, kids of, like, you know, I was born in 76, but I don't know what year you was born, but... The 80s. 76, the greatest year yes. of all time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And that that genre, like, I don't know, like, for, for me, personally, me, like, the 80s and the 90s were, like, the pinnacle of movies. And, you know, all this cancel, cancel culture stuff and all this stuff that, you know, you can't say this, you can't say that. Movies where it was, like, smut and, like, all this other stuff that the 80s were known for. And then now it's just, like... You have to conform to the norm, and you know there there are people worrying about the gender of Mr. Potato Head, and you know the Dr. Seuss books and whatnot, and you know Disney cartoons were born out of racism, and then they don't show that no more. Like, what do you think about like society now and how Aunt Jemima is now Aunt, not Aunt Jemima no more? Like, what do you think about what's your take on that? Like, everything is changing and whatnot. I think you know what my take on that is. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Did Aunt Jemima offended you like everybody else? <laughs> no, it, Aunt Jemima never offended me, and and the Native American woman of, on Lando Lakes never offended me, and Uncle Ben has never offended me, and the Taco Bell dog never offended me. <laughs> I don't, and and and, and also, you know, I'm the wrong person to ask. I got a show called Spit. <laughs> In Spanish. Spanish. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Yep. So, so obviously, it takes a lot to offend me. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Jemima is not that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I know you we know, talk- the irony of the irony of cancel culture when it comes to these like mascots on products. Yeah. If you go into a supermarket now, the only faces you're going to see on product are white faces. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Aunt Jemima's gone, and uh, uh, Uncle Ben is gone, the Lando Lakes Indian is gone, I, is it the Eskimo from Eskimo Pie is gone, yeah. or something like that? Yeah. So they're all gone, right? Yeah. But you still got the Lucky Charms Leprechaun, and the Quaker from Quaker Oats, and the little white boy with the blonde hair and the Farina boxes. <laughs> yep. They're all still there. So it's ironic that the people who push for this cancel culture at the same time are the people who complain about lack of diversity. Mm-hmm. 
But if you go into the supermarket now, there's no fucking diversity because it's all white faces on on the shelves. Yep. I think, isn't there one, like, um, what is it, um, Abuelita Chocolate, where they have the fucking Spanish, I don't know if she's even Spanish, they have, like, the lady on, like, the Nestle thing, you ever seen that, do they have that in New York, Abuelita, it's like that chocolate milk, or I don't think we have Abuelita Chocolate here, <laughs> oh, okay, I know, it's funny, because, you see, it's funny here, too, because in the Walmart, here in the in the Midwest, they have, like, a Hispanic section. In the Hispanic section, it's, like, you know, it's a lot of more Mexican products. But, you know, yeah. you'll, you'll have some Goya products, but it's just so different. It's, like, night and day, man. If you go to a Walmart, like, I don't know if in Jersey, if it's like that, too, you have, like, a small Hispanic Asian section. So it's just crazy. I live in New York. I don't live in Jersey. Uh, oh, but you don't shop at Jersey yet. You don't shop. Some people go to Jersey to shop and whatnot. You don't go no, there. no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but everything is changing though, man. Like I, I know, like from when the, when you started out, you know, like everything was so different. Like especially in the city, like you could pretty much do anything. Like you had hookers walking into Times Square, people call whorehouse numbers and go pay for that and whatnot. And it's like now it's just it's, it's so different. It's just so different, you know. Oh, we still have hookers. It's just they're not walking the street as much. We yeah. got the internet now. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> out there yeah instead of back page you have bed page you have all that other shit you know it's just so different <laughs> oh i know yeah you, you shut what you shut some you shut one thing down something else will take its place yeah yeah that's pretty much what it is but now everything is like you know under the table and whatnot you know so like there's stuff out there but it's under the table and i know back in the days you know you used to go to all those clubs like the limelight right and um all those other places where you see now stuff like that is not even there no more you know is the village really the village anymore in new york uh no not the way it used to be yeah yeah no it's much more trendy now it's not as cool as it used to be yeah it's just so different. You know, you can say that about New York in general. Yeah, like Club Babalu you used to go to and all these other places. Like, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Club, most of the clubs I used to go to when I was shooting Spick in Spanish don't even exist anymore. They're gone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And how is it? Like, did the festival came out last year? Did the 116 Festival in Puerto Rican? They were canceled, right? Oh, yeah. Everything's canceled. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, there was no Puerto Rican parade last year. And no one six and no one sixteen festival either, right? No one sixteen street festival, no uh, St. Patrick's Day parade, no Halloween parade, no Thanksgiving Day parade, nothing. Wow! So twenty twenty really, really like with the coronavirus, really set the tone for everything, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's like it erased the year. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. like the year just doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, and what are your thoughts on the ex president Donald Trump? What are your thoughts on Trump? Oh, my God, we're going to get into politics here. <laughs> oh, God. I want to hear your take on it. You know, there's some people who like him, some people who don't, some are indifferent. Like, what are your thoughts on him? Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'll just say that Trump said strange things sometimes. <laughs> um, but that's not to say that I like Joe Biden either. Yeah, yeah. I know it's like, I know it's like he doesn't seem to say anything at all. I think he's comatose or something. So you got one guy who talks a lot, and another guy who doesn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know people are just happy they got their stimulus checks. So I know that. <laughs> yeah, 
they are happy about that. Yeah. I don't know if they're happy about anything else that's going on, but they're happy about that. Yeah, the checks. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Are you happy about that? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. And hopefully we'll get some more down the road. Who knows how everything is going to turn out in this 2021, you know, because everything like now, you know, so, so slowly but surely everything seems to be opening. People are getting more vaccination shots. And then there's like, um, I think he made Biden made like a deadline for by May 1st for people to get their shots or whatnot. Like, I guess, you know, go to these different places to get shots. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't like... I think some in some ways things are different because here, like you know, you have to wear a mask everywhere. But if you go to a restaurant, which with a di- in a diner, you take off the mask and everybody has their mask off and they're eating. You go to a bar with your mask on, you take it off. Everybody is sitting next to each other and they're drinking. It's not really much social distancing and social gathering places like that. So it's just it's the most, it's the most fun pandemic of all time. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's yeah. It's, it, I mean, this is such a cool thing. This pandemic, right? Who knew you could have so much fun with a pandemic? Yeah, and who who knew that you know you you could you could get movies on HBO Max? All the the releases for I forgot what is it yeah. Universal? You know, straight to, straight to your TV if you have HBO Max or whatnot. So. But then, you, go to a, you can go to amusement parks with your mask on. You get on the ride, you take your mask off. Yeah. So much fun! <laughs> <laughs> Only in America. <laughs> great pandemic. You should have been there. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And, um, fucking stupid. I know. Even like sporting events, even wrestling, man. There's like computer screens for like WWE and people watching it like from their homes or whatnot. It's just, you know, now it's like... Idiots with their faces <laughs> plastered on all these screens watching crappy wrestling. Yeah. I know. I know. Like, I know you're like me. You're an old 80s head. You love the old school wrestling. Ravishing Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior, you know, back in the day wrestling. Like, now it's just so different, man. It's like night and day. Oh, I, I don't watch this shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. I know. It's funny that the people now, there's people, you know, like, I think Nelson still keeps up to, to track about the wrestling or whatnot. Like, there's a lot of people that still watch the product today, you know. Like, AEW is, is an alternative. It's pretty different. You know, it's pretty good. I like that. I'm not, I don't know if you're a fan of AEW, but they're pretty good. No, I, I, I don't watch any, any wrestling, wrestling more, anymore. Uh, you retired uh, from that. You re- I retired from that, that shit. I... I, I can watch 80s and 90s wrestling all day, every day, Yeah. still, but I can't watch this new shit. You you kidding me? This is awful. <laughs> I love it, man. You're like a dinosaur. You love the old school. I love it. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, I, I like shit that's cool. This isn't cool. Yeah. Give me some cool shit to watch and I'll watch it. Yeah. You're telling me this modern-day wrestling's cool? That ain't cool. Yeah. What, are, what about are your, uh, of, of movies now? Do you think the movies have improved or are cooler now, especially with Avengers and all that? Do you think that's got cooler, movie-wise? Uh, I, I, I got sick of comic book movies a long time ago. I can't even do that shit anymore. Uh, so what, what's your genre now? Like, did you? Let me ask you this. Did you like the remake of Death Wish with Bruce Willis? <laughs> but believe it or not, I did. Really? What? Yeah. I actually did. Believe it or not, I did. Holy shit. What What did you like about it? I thought you would have been like, you know, compared um, Charles Bronson with Bruce Willis, that movie is like two different movies and like it was more raunchier in the 70s, man. Like, what did you like about this one? Uh, 
mean, who doesn't like revenge? Yeah. I like seeing scumbags get killed. I like seeing people get their comeuppances. You didn't mind that? It's hard to fuck up a revenge movie. But I'm saying, but without seeing like the gratuitous rapes and violence and whatnot, you know, like, you know, I hate rich cunts like Jeff Goldblum was slapping, you know, you know, you didn't see none of that. You didn't see butt thrusting or nothing like that. You didn't see none of that stuff, you know? You know what? I can I can live with that gratuitous rape scenes as long as the kills are cool. And there were some pretty cool kills in the Death Wish remake. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so is yeah, so- like when, when Bronson killed the guy with the jack yeah. underneath the car. Yeah. Just fell on his face and yeah. just his face exploded. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm telling you, well, let me give you an example. I Spit in Your Grave, the remake, had that. It was just as good to me. It was just as good as the original, or even better, because you actually seen a person who's mentally challenged rape somebody. It was like, what the hell, you know? I don't know if you saw the uh, remake of I Spit in I Your saw, Grave. I, I saw the remake, and uh, the rape scenes there were toned down, but that's okay. Like, I don't need gratuitous rape scenes. That's, this, is getting, this is becoming a very weird conversation. <laughs> I do not need that. I like the kills. Like, yeah. get the bad guys. Kill the bad guys. And in the I Spit on Your Grave remake, the kills were way more interesting than the kills in the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if you're going to... If you're gonna remake it like revenge for revenge, like killing for killing, you got to do everything to me the same. Like not even the same, but different. It has to be more elevated, you know. And like I know, like things now are like more tamed down to me. Like have you ever seen like The Devil's Rejects and like Thirty One? Those are like crazy fucking films. And Zombie gets it. You know, the people love or hate, love or hate Rob Zombie, but he's in that genre where he gets like the seventies, eighties type feel to it. You know, if it's movies, you know. I, I know, I know, but I, I'm, I'm. I, I, I'll give the remakes of Death Wish and I Spit in Your Grave credit for their kill scenes. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, the, it, the, 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 the violation scenes, they may not have been as extreme, but I don't, I don't need that. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> I don't need that. Just uh, give me the kills. Yeah, I see, at least now we found out Al's sensitive to some things. Like, okay, you could, I could do without the rape scenes. As long as there's revenge in it, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah! What the hell? <laughs> um, in 2020, um, how was quarantine like for you, man? And how, like, mentally and, like, how did you adjust to it, man? Like, do you, like, from last year, like, was you okay mentally? Like, what did you do to occupy your time? I, I, I slept. <laughs> yeah. You slept. <laughs> Well, like when yeah. you when you get up during like you know when you have your eight hour sleep or whatnot, like what what did you do? Like how did you like manage? Like what did you I don't know try to accomplish or what did you like do to occupy your time when all everything was like closed? I wrote and uh, I didn't do much else. There was nothing to do in the beginning. Oh, did you feel like those your first, those first three months there was just nothing to do yeah 
yeah, that's true. Did you feel like your creative juice is flowing of like thinking of stuff to do? Like, all right, um, like, cause you know, nobody predicted that it was going to be this long. They just like, all right, when I go back to MNN, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, did you have any like creative juices flowing through your mind? It, when I go back to MNN, it's going to be like, I mean, God willing, everything really does go back to normal. Yeah. When I go back to MNN, it'll just be the way it was before. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just gonna go back to interviewing hot chicks on a Friday night. Okay. Uh, as far as oh wait, I can't. I already got this planned for when I go back. This specific thing. Mm-hmm. No, I, I that 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 hasn't happened. Cause I still don't know. I still don't have any idea when I'll be back at MNN doing that. Wow, I can't believe there's no updates as of yet. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's so no, crazy. so I, I, you know, it's I don't have a specific idea for a show. Yeah. When it's time to go back, I'll get guests, and then I'll tailor the show to the guest. Yeah. Um. So far, what's been your most memorable, like your top three memorable episodes of Spick and Spanish? Uh, are you go? Are you, we're talking all the way back to '95, or this current version? Uh, the current version. So the current version being the live version. Yes, the live speaking Spanish. Yes. All right. So top three. One of them has to be the episode with Peyton Sinclair, where it was my birthday, and she brought. Uh, she brought a pizza pie. And she got naked and told me to throw the slices of pizza at her ass while she was on all fours. I said, fine, if that's what you want, let's do this. And I really got into it. I was like Nolan Ryan out there. I was throwing those those fastballs, those fast pizzas at her ass. And I was making impact. It was great. She was covered in in pizza and cake because she brought some birthday cake too. It was a very messy show. Um, I was told not to do that again. Oh. That's okay, because it, it was done. <laughs> as long as it was done once. Yep. First time, last time, only time. Yep. <laughs> so that was great. Uh, another show that I loved was with uh, Natasha Starr and Rebel Lynn. They're two porn stars. Yeah. At the time, they were involved in, um, in, in a, a, a three-way romance with the same guy. That was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, and then they were on the show making out with each other, dancing with each other, sucking on each other's tits. Yeah. Fucking great show there. They were looking super hot. That was a great show. And... Uh, you said three shows. Yeah. So there's another one we did with a girl named Nix Linka. Yeah. Short Puerto Rican girl, fat ass. She's into like anime and Godzilla and all this shit. Yeah. Um, she was on the show and, and she took off her bottom. So she was bottomless. Yeah. And oh. then I was throwing, I was spraying her with baby oil all over her ass and spanking her. And there was oil all over the floor, and that was a big mess. It was just a very messy, wet episode. The way we like our porn, right? Yeah. <laughs> wet and messy. That was great. So those three shows, and I'm, there's so many others. 
and I know after this I'm going to think of others and say, oh, shit, I should have said, should have mentioned that one. But yeah. off the top of my head, those three shows, fucking fantastic. Yeah. I love those shows. Yeah. And from your, your diff- There's been tons. And from your different iteration of Spick Spic and Spanish, do you love the live show more than you did back in the days where you used to go out and go to, like, clubs and parades and whatnot? Do you like the iteration of you being a host and having guests live much better? Obviously, it's more convenient. It's easier for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my glory, my glory days will have to be the old shows. Yeah, I yeah. Was young. Yeah, that's true. You and know it, what I mean? Yeah, and the thing is, with guests, sometimes guests flake on you or they cancel. So it's like you have to like think on the fly. Like, all right, if this person cancels out, I got to do this, or whatnot. Right? Have you ever had like a guest like kind of flake on you? You're like, oh shit. Oh, of course. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. You know, that's not something I would deal with before. Yeah. But when you're doing live shows, they cancel and then. You either got to come up with something else to do live that night or you just air a rerun. Yeah. As far, but, but the old shows, you know, I, I obviously I can't do that again because I'm not young anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, the old days, I'd go into, I'd be shooting at clubs and I'd be of the, I'd be the same age as the people in the clubs. Yeah. So it, it just, made sense you know what i mean yeah exactly everyone is the same generation Mm -hmm. so i'm you know i'm living my life i was young i'm in my 20s doing speaking spanish in nightclubs with hot chicks that's pretty fucking cool yeah i can't do that now yeah you'll be like the old perv and all that whatnot right look at this older guy here trying to be young i'd be the old perv at the club yeah making jokes about things that they can't relate to yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, what? It, it, it's, it's hard for me to, dis- I mean, they're both fun. The live show is fun, and doing it the way I used to do it was fucking great, too. Yeah. It's funny, what generation are we? Are we like Generation Z? I'm not even sure what would we be class. Are you kidding me? We're Generation it's, X. Generation X, yes. So who's generation? No, we're not Z. So who's Z? What 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 generation is Z then? What generation is it? Is there because I know there's millennials, Generation X, Generation Gen Z. Z. Gen Z are is after the millennials because oh. the millennials are Y. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So Gen Z are like you know college kids now. Yes. Okay. That's what it is. And we're gener- Gen X. Yeah. That's right. We're Generation X. You know, we're middle aged. Yep. Middle age and crazy. <laughs> Middle age and angry. Yep. They used to call us young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> That's what they used to call us. <laughs> uh, and you know, a, a lot of things. You know, a lot of things has changed in society. Like you know, you even talk about it. I know your favorite movies are War of the Gargantuans. I know you're big. <laughs> you know, I, I love how you do your homages to that. You know, uh, which my, people... my favorite movie is Scarface. Yes, oh, all time, yes, of course, Scarface, yes. War of the Gargantua is one of my favorite monster movies. Yeah, Guilty Pleasure monster movies, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, man. I have a lot of guilty pleasures. Yeah. Then, yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this, because I know, like, it. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked of your answer that you like the new Death Wish. I'm kind of shocked. Um, What's your thoughts on... shocking, I know. I know. What's your thoughts on the new King Kong and the King Kong vs. Godzilla movie coming out? Um... I'm not as excited as other Godzilla 
fans are because I didn't like the last two American Godzilla movies. Okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and wait with bated breath. Yeah. Maybe it's good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, the first, the, the one with Gareth Edwards, the Godzilla movie that had, um, fucking Walter White in it, I yeah. thought, I thought it was, I thought it was okay with the suspense, but, you know, Godzilla needs more screen time than, like, three freaking scenes, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, the... And, and so did Walter White. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you got a caliber actor like that, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't know, like, I just thought... The Godzilla he, show- got killed. he gets killed before Godzilla shows up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and the movie is called Godzilla movie. It's not. It's not called Cloverfield, where you don't see the freaking monsters like the end. Like, you got to show Godzilla. You know, like people want to see I gotta that. Be able to see him too. Don't cloud him in darkness. I got to be able to see him. Yes, exactly. You know, like, I, yeah, and same thing. Well, like, I think Kong Skull Island is like pretty underrated. Like, I thought it was really good. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you seen the fighting. You seen like. The special effects were good. The fighting was good. You know, like, they always have... They ha- you have to have the human subplot storyline or it's going to be like Power Rangers, you know? It's... Rah, 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 rah. You need, you need like... I, I, I get that, but I think, like, you don't need to, to, to revolve the whole movie around humans, you know? There's a way you could do a happy medium, you know? And, you know, like, you know, the people are just paying lip service to what's happening with the monsters. That's pretty much it, you know? Skull Island was much better than the two Godzilla movies. Yeah. And it also had more engaging human characters. Yeah. Especially with Samuel L. Jackson. Of, of course, yes. Yeah. Everybody there is like from a Marvel movie. If you look at it, yeah, Loki and Captain Marvel in it too. So it was just crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loki was in that too. I yeah, and Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. <laughs> Oh shit, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Might as well have been a Marvel movie. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody who's in movies now, like and look at that. If, if you notice, um it was um this girl, what's her name? Uh Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson. Both of them were Quicksilver and Wanda and I think the Godzilla. And they were in Godzilla. Yeah. The two Marvel people. Fuck. <laughs> See? <laughs> So it's like it's crazy now, but like yeah, but I'm speaking about that. Yeah, like I I think it's like less human subplot, more monster fighting. That's what we want, I think. But then the last Godzilla movie had that, and I didn't like that one either. Oh wow! It was a mess. Yeah, yeah. You got to be able to balance shit out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. I know, but the thing is, if you think about it, you think about the old Godzilla movies, like you like that you like. There was really no, like, you know, it was all dubbed and whatnot, but there was, like, really no subplot, really, to it, if you think about it. Like, you know, if you really think about it logically, even the the Raymond Burr one, Godzilla 1985, like, it was, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. I think I just like the man in the rubber suit better. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. You know? I love the, the man in rubber suit movies. Yeah. So those movies were short, and that, that really helps. Yeah. Godzilla movies shouldn't be two hours long. Yeah, that's, that's ninety minutes. That's that's that's. That true. to me is a perfect Godzilla movie. Yep, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I remember seeing Godzilla nineteen eighty five at what is it, Cosmos, and then one sixteen. That's in the, that's an old movie theater they had in one sixteen between Third uh, and Lexington. Cosmos. I saw that theater. on one hundred eighty first Street. I don't know if that theater is still there. 
Oh, okay. What what theater was that? Do you remember the name of it? I don't remember the name. There used to be a theater on 181st Street, Washington Heights. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, wow. Probably not there anymore, but that's where I saw Godzilla in 1985. Wow, man. Woo. I remember. The thing is, you know, like, you know, everything is so PC now, like all this cancel culture shit. Like, I remember... My mother used to take me to see A Nightmare on Elm Street, and those are movies you shouldn't see as a young kid. You're like, what the fuck, you know? And then now it's like, you know, everything is so restricted now. Like, oh, kids can't see that. Oh, you can't read that, you know? Like, gender neutral my, toys. It's just so different. My dad, how many genders are there now? 72? <laughs> Pretty much. It feels like it. <laughs> Which so, is, yeah. That's a gender for each of the virgins the 9-11 hijackers were supposed to meet when they died? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway... Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? About the gender neutral or, like, everything no. changed? No. Oh, yeah, when I was a kid, I don't think my dad understood ratings because he'd take me to all kinds of movies. And, I, yeah. like, back then there were a lot of double features. Yeah. Oh, my God, so, double features, yeah. Yeah, so my I remember my dad would take me to a movie and like the movie we were supposed to see may not have had so much gratuitous nudity. Yeah. But then the second movie they would show would be full of tits. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd just be sitting there like, pretty sure I'm not supposed to be watching this, but I'm glad I'm here. Because <laughs> I don't think my dad just gave a shit or didn't understand. I don't know. My dad was a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the fact that he took me to those movies. Yeah. So you, but yeah, but the, I, don't, I don't think I'd take my kid. I think I'd, I would pay attention to ratings if I had kids. Yeah. So you think? Let me ask you a question. Like you said, your dad like took you to the movies and exposed you to that. You did you think back then, like seeing movies like that, kind of created the person you are today with your show or whatnot? Like, what what do you think inspired you to create Spick and Spanish? Like, if you think no, about I, it, I, no, it wasn't those movies. Uh, it was mostly uh, Howard Stern and and Midnight Blue. Oh, it, it, those were. Those had to be the two biggest influences. And it, it got your creative juices flowing where you was like, shit, like, they could do a show? I could fucking do a show. Like, how did you say, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, Let me research this. How am I going to get on TV? What am I going to do? Like, how did that come about, man? Can you remember back then? Yeah. Um, uh, a friend of mine suggested that I go on public access because he was watching public access and he saw all these shows. And he said, you should get on public access. You've got footage that you've shot. Put that footage on TV. So I did my research. It's very easy to get on. Yeah. And I was on. Oh, wow. I was, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it was easy. Wow. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So you just did that, submitted it, and then they gave you a time slot? Like, okay, you have this time yeah. slot? Oh, okay. It's free, you know? Yeah, public access television is free. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just applied, and that was it. I was on TV, on local TV. Yeah, local late night TV. Back when people knew what public access television was. Yeah, especially big. No one knows what the fuck that is. 
I know. And young, it, young people don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, and, and it's funny now because MNN now, like, I'm living in the Midwest. You could stream MNN and watch it actually live. When they were doing live shows, you could actually stream it live and watch it, you know, a show live. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's funny how technology, in a way, technology sort of upgraded everything because now you could be seen in different states and whatnot. You know, not just New York, basically. Yeah. The, the irony is that even though... MNN can now be seen everywhere thanks to the internet. Mm-hmm. Less people know about MNN than ever before. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. It is. And thing is, yeah, this yeah. People, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna create something and put it out there for people to watch, you're not gonna go to public access now. You're gonna go to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. YouTube is public access now yeah exactly and everybody can have there's youtube shows about video games movie reviews all types of shows that are on youtube you know people do super chats and whatnot you know there's a lot of shows out there that are on youtube you know and like there's a lot of youtube stars people do toy reviews um, i know i know it's crazy it's so crazy before people used public access for that yes you're absolutely right they did you know but now with youtube Who's going to use public access mm-hmm. when you can use YouTube and reach far more people? Yeah, exactly. And, as and people... you can do it at your own schedule. You don't have to go by the MNN schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and then there's super chats. Like, that's what I'm saying, Al. I think YouTube might be the way for you. You could do super chats. People want to tip you 20 bucks for you to answer a question or something like that. It'd be crazy, man. You know? I've been kicked off YouTube so many times, I'm not even on YouTube right now. Yeah. Are you on Xtube? <laughs> I am on Xvideos. Xvideos, okay, yeah. Because por- Pornhub kicked me off, too. Wow, that, that's a, that should be a... <laughs> how could you get kicked off of Pornhub? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm still not sure. Maybe it was copyright infringement. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, over the music? Maybe over music? Yeah. I don't know. They just kicked me off. Oh my god. That's Plus porn, Pornhub now is more strict than it used to be. Yeah. As far as um, uh, verifying that, that you're verifying that everyone in your video uh, gave you explicit permission to be in your video or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. What's been your biggest highs and biggest lows of last year? Uh, last year, 2020. Yes. Your biggest not highs much, and lows. Yeah. Not, not much uh, highs there. Not many highs. Okay. Uh, the year started out good, so I guess my birthday party. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, because my birthday's in January. Yeah. I guess that's a high. As far as lows go. I guess everything after March is a low. Yeah. Because, you know, the world shut down. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's... My high was my birthday party. Yeah. And and my low was COVID. Yeah. Yeah, COVID. Um, um, Any... um, Winding down, um, anything you would like for you to happen for yourself in 2021? Like, what... Like, what... What do you see that's ahead for the future for you? Like, what's 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 next for Al? 
just waiting for things to get back to normal so I could be back at Eminem on Friday nights, getting lap dances and spanking girls. <laughs> you know, the good shit. Yep. <laughs> the shit I live for. I'm a very simple man with simple needs. <laughs> Do you see yourself getting, like... Um married in the future or having a long-term relationship or do you see yourself with children no <laughs> straight up answer wow i love it i love it and um <laughs> who are we kidding around here man <laughs> and who are my we kidding? <laughs> and my final question for you al is what would the al of today tell the al of yesterday computers <laughs> no other no other sound wins um advice no other like virtual advice you would tell your young self like uh, not really just about computers learn about computers yeah yeah just just learn more about computers pal <sighs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> Oh, man. Al, I, know you, I know you hate this shit, but <laughs> learn more about computers, man. <laughs> Al, um, promote all your social media handles and um, promote anything that's coming up. If you do got anything coming up, or just promote all your channels. Uh, let's see. You can follow me on Instagram at Spickin' Spanish TV. I actually have to think about this because I get kicked off social media so many times I forget my fucking handles. Okay. <sighs> social media sucks. <laughs> well, they can look up your Facebook page. You have, like, those attached to your Facebook, right? Can, like, I, can I just say, if it wasn't for speaking Spanish, I wouldn't even be on social media. That's how much I hate it. Wow. And it's, yeah, it is because of speaking Spanish, you are on social media. Like, Twitter. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason. If it wasn't for that, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't even be on social media. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Just full of people posting bullshit and just people arguing. Oh god, I'd rather be off the grid. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I want to be like John Connor at the beginning of Terminator Three. You know the Terminator movie that yes. shits on? Yes, with Nick Stahl, I remember, yes. Where he Even just... though it's way better than people give it credit for. Yeah. Where he's living... Much better than the Terminator movies that came after it. Yes. I remember. So, I want to be John Connor at the beginning of Terminator 3 where he's off the grid and he's just riding his motorcycle around with, like, no purpose. <laughs> I think you're the first person ever to say they want to be like John Connor in Terminator 3. That's a good, that's a good quote right there. I like that. That's, yeah. Because I don't want to be John Connor in any other movie, because then, you know, there's... Or in any other... Like, I don't want to be John Connor in the future. That's too much responsibility. Yeah. Because you have to, like, save the world and shit and fight robots, and I don't got time for that. I want to be John Connor at the beginning of Terminator 3, just off the grid, riding his motorcycle with no purpose. Just, you know... Yeah, you just want to be away from everything. Yeah, 
Yeah, I get it. Free of responsibility, just being free and just yeah. Yeah, no, no bullshit. You know, John Connor wasn't on social media like, oh god, this fucking yeah. idiot said that. Yeah, like let me take a picture of my burrito on media so people could see yeah. it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> exactly. I want that's that's who I want to be. Okay. Well, I know John you, Connor without yeah. the, the 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 pressure of having to save the world. Exactly. I know That's you, who I want yeah. to I was going to say, I know you have a Twitter page. What is it? It's at... Spick okay, so, so Instagram, it's Spick and Spanish TV. Okay. Spick and Spanish TV. Twitter is just Spick and Spanish. Okay. Facebook is Big Al Show. Yeah. Xvideos is xvideos.com slash profiles slash Spick and Spanish. Okay. And I'm on BitChute, believe it or not. Oh. You know what BitChute is? No, I never... I, I heard of it, but I really don't know what it is. BitChute is like YouTube. Okay. Uh, except it actually allows nudity. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, a lot of conservatives use BitChute. Mm-hmm. Because YouTube doesn't like conservatives. So... They created their uh, a bit shoot so they can go on and talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. Yeah. I don't care. I use bit shoot because it allows nudity and YouTube hates me. Mm, okay. So that's why I use bit shoot. You're not going to catch me talking about politics on bit shoot. <laughs> Except it's uploading to bit shoot sucks. So. I don't upload as often as I can because it's like, it, it sucks. It, it doesn't let you upload many times. Yeah. But I'm out there, I'm, out, I'm on there too. So if, you know, if yeah. you want to see some uncensored speaking Spanish stuff and you don't want to go to a porn site, you can go to bitshoot.com slash speaking Spanish. Yeah. And your watch party movies, I'm not sure when, and you said it's next month, right? The watch party? No, uh, last week yeah so it's every friday and saturday night at midnight okay on on my facebook on my facebook page facebook.com slash big al show yeah that's where i run the movies and i'll be doing friday the 13th part 7 tonight and friday the 13th part 8 tomorrow night okay and people and, and, and like if Wait, people what's today today is friday <sighs> good yes so See, that, that's what COVID does to you. You forget what fucking day it is. Yeah. Um, seriously, I lose track of days yeah. now. Yeah, but people but people could watch the replay of, let's say, you had I Spit on Your Grave, right? If they missed it, like, is it still there that people could watch it? It's there if I uploaded it myself. Okay, okay, so it's still you there. Can, then you can go to my page and, and watch it. If not, then you'll have to find it from whoever uploaded it. Because that's how the watch parties work. You can either upload a movie yourself yeah. and stream it, or you can stream somebody else's movie yeah. from another Facebook page. Mm, okay. So I Spit on Your Grave is on my page, uncensored, crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Um, as is Death Wish 2, which is another movie I streamed, which has another explicit violation scene as well as great kills that's on my page 
But the Friday the 13th movies that I'm streaming tonight and tomorrow are from somebody else's Facebook page. Mm, okay, I gotcha. And then next month, Facebook will be, will be getting rid of its watch party because Facebook sucks that way. <laughs> so they got one good thing, they're going to get rid of it. Yeah. Who knows? Thanks, if, Facebook. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think you can do it like on Messenger. Like you could probably upload it, right? Could you upload movies on Messenger and watch it? Because I think they have the watch parties on Messenger, don't they? I'm not even sure if they do that now. No. Oh, no? Like that's you could, not on, no, oh, that's no? not the watch party feature. Oh, no, but, like, I know you could create a room and, like, uh, I guess you can't do that. I guess you can't. I mean, uh, I think they did that for, like, like if you wanted, to like, to talk to people because they made, like, a, a room thing where you could have, like, a lot of people in a room and just talk about shit. But, yeah, not, uh, no feature because of that. You're right. I, I don't know if I don't know if you can do what I do with the watch parties and, and that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. By the way, social media sucks. <laughs> king of small media um if people watched you the way i watched you back in the days you would you could have all you have all that howard stern al goldstein influence in you um and the thing is you know how people change or they're not the same you always will stay the same i think you'll be like 80 years old still doing what you're doing and you know like that says a lot about you that you don't change your character for nobody and you stick to your guns so um and i'm the last dinosaur Yes, and you're passionate about what you do, and you know I love people that have passion, and you know if people like you, you or they don't. That song. Which one, the Last Dinosaur? Yeah. Mm, sing it a little bit. I don't recall that. I just remember the hook. He is the last dinosaur. It talks about a guy who refuses to change. <laughs> I just think about the Mario Brothers. Everybody do the dinosaur. That's what I remember. No, no. <laughs> this, this, is, this is actually a profound song. The Last Dinosaur. The Last Dinosaur? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I gotta check. It's not, it's not about, like, a T-Rex. It's about, like, a guy who refuses to change. Yeah. It was it was used for a movie about a T-Rex. Ah, okay. But the song is about the guy in the movie hunting the T-Rex. Hmm, what movie is that? It's called The Last Dinosaur. Oh, it is? Okay. Hmm, you but should put the that... The song is more about him. Yeah. Hmm, that's... He's the Dinosaur. I think that should be your last last your last watch party should be the last dinosaur. Right? <laughs> that's a good recommendation, man. Hey. Oh, that's funny. We'll you should, see. Yeah, you should go out with a bang like that, man. That'd be perfect. <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this was the one, the only, the host of Speaking Spanish and the host of the watch parties, Big Al. Big Al, man. Always a pleasure talking to you, man. Hopefully, it won't be five years again that we talk again. And, um, man, best to you, brother. You know, um, brother from another mother, man. Best to you. And just keep doing what you're doing, man. And don't change for nobody. And just keep doing you. Thank you, man. And let's not wait five years. You can, you can call me in a few months or whatever. You want to wait five years. Oh, sweet. All right, baby. You know, because last time I wanted to do a movie review with you, I'll try to get a hold of you. But um, if I do a movie review show, definitely want to have you on. But I know it has to be a movie that 
you definitely watch, you know, so, you know, especially like the old school movies, probably like Rawhead Rex or Slaughterhouse Rock or, um, you know, like I'm old school, Masters of the Universe review or something like that. Definitely. I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> okay. They, I will be watching Godzilla versus Kong, though. Oh, okay. Definitely. Also, another recommendation for the house, for the watch party besides The Last Dinosaur, The Howling. The Howling is another good movie. That's really good. Yeah. Greatest uh, greatest ending to a wolf movie. Yes. Is the howling. Yeah. How do you like your burger? Oh, I love that. Rare. Yes. What? I said, no, the end where he asked her, how do you like your burger? She was, she was like, rare. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's the like the very, very end. I mean like her. Tra- the, the, oh, the, the, the werewolf tra- transformation. Yeah. The anchor woman's transformation live on TV. Yeah. Holy shit. That scene always gets me. Yeah. I know, D. Wallace Stone, to me, was, like, excellent in that movie. Besides, you know, people remember her as the mom from E.T. I always remember her from The Howling. Always do. I remember her as the mom from Cujo. Oh, yeah, the mom from Cujo, too. That's right. That's right. She was hot. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen her daughter. Her daughter does a podcast, too. Her daughter is really cool, too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Gabrielle Stone. Look up Gabrielle Stone. Because, you know, her husband was Chris Stone, who was also in The Howling, and and Cujo. That was her husband. So... Uh yeah, Gabrielle Stone. Look up Gabrielle Stone. She's really cool. And she does a podcast called FML Podcast. FML Talk Podcast. You know? My Life Podcast? Yeah, because she got cheated on divorce. Well, she does a po- well, she has a new man now, but she does a podcast about like people who got cheated on, divorce, uplifting women, and she's also an actress. So check her out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess that means no, but all right. <laughs> Yeah, I want to check that out. Okay, don't get enough of that on social media, right? Yeah, that's true. But you know, the door swings both ways. It goes both ways too. I think there's, but it's more. I think I don't know. I think, no, it doesn't. Well, I guess because we we just see because we're men, so we just see what the women post. I'm sure if the other way was women, we'll see what the men post. I don't. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was Big Al. Big Al, pleasure to have you on again, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and it was a pleasure to do the show, and uh, look forward to doing it again. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. Weepah!